Welcome to free Wi-Fi. Fox just bought some tickets to Promare, so that's what we're going to talk about. Heck yeah. I'm your other host, Esteban Fajardo. And I'm Catherine Fox, also the other host. And I just bought some tickets to Promare because y'all have been talking about it constantly. And it's only in theaters for a couple more days, and I wanted to go see it. So uh, I don't have anything else to do today, so I'm just going to go do that. Yeah. Gonna uh, go watch some anime movies. Watch some anime movies. Everyone listening to this, it will definitely be out of theaters by the time this comes out. But just got a shout out. Our entire like friend group's Discord page is just like literally us one after another just shouting Promare exclamation mark. <laughs> so that's where that's where <laughs> yeah. we're at. And it's been it's been one heck of a week. Like there was that Tuesday where every video game came out all at once. Oh yeah. Like Goose Game came out. Goose game. Right? What else? Sinara Wild Hearts came out. Oh, yeah. Later Alligator came out. Okay, yes, that's that's the one I played. <laughs> that's the one you played. A few days before that, Control came out. Basically, like, 70 games came out on the Apple Arcade store, and all of them, I hear, are bangers, but uh, mm. I've just been playing the ones that came out on Switch. So I played some Sayonara Wild Hearts. Awesome, excellent game. You got to play that as soon as you're, like... I would love to play it. I might pick up a couple games this week because I really want to play Sayonara Wild Hearts. I've been waiting for it ever since I've seen... The trailer, I'm like a huge fan. I'm a huge fan of rhythm games and just that whole like colorful aesthetic. I'm so about it. Plus, uh, I also want to play Goose Game just because it looks nice and funny. Yeah, yeah. Those two games uh, were like the ones I jumped on because um, when you got 70 games coming out in one day that everyone's raving about, I was like, all right, I'm going to go for like the shortest ones. That's Cyanar Wild Hearts. That's Goose Game tiniest game so i can knock them out and i feel like there i participated <laughs> participated <laughs> yeah. in the uh the september madness yeah um, I, I appreciate that a lot of these games are um i guess for lack of a better word i'd say bite-sized like in later alligator i was able to beat it and just like you could probably beat it in like a like a two hours even yeah um but it's so charming and good so you gotta you gotta tell everyone what later alligator is about because i think that one out of all the games that like smashed onto the scene that one i think tragically has had like the least like mm. attention so far if it had come out like a day earlier i like feel bad for uh, them if it had come out a day earlier it would have owned the scene but uh it got it yeah, got wiped away yeah. by the, got un- a little buried. the unlimited power of the goose mm. tell us about this this alligator uh later alligator is a uh charming delightful murder mystery where no one actually dies. <laughs> uh, it seems like it's kind of like an adventure game with mini game elements, right? Yeah, it's like a comedy adventure game, um, and it's extremely charming. And one of the things that I really like about it, because I'm a huge animation nerd, it's completely hand animated, and it's so cool. It looks so good, <laughs> and everything is just so cute, and I love it. And the music's good, and there's just endless jokes. A lot of anime jokes, a lot more than I was anticipating, but. <laughs> Because it was made by a bunch of nerds, and it's great. Uh, but the story is that you are uh, like a like a, a private investigator sort of character uh, who has been hired by this fellow named Pat, who is convinced that his family is out to get him. Mm. And so you go around to all his family members uh, doing little favors for them in order to gain information, and all of the favors are these mini-games. And it's really funny. I, I would recommend it if you're just looking for a short, sweet, like, game to just chill with a friend, maybe. <laughs> yeah, this doesn't sound like a good game to play with uh, with other people, which is good and cool because uh, I tried playing Control with a bunch of people because 
that game a lot of people are loving control and i'm sure i'm gonna love it once i go back into it but we tried playing it in a fairly large group and that game is mm. not good for groups if if you want to play a game in a group i think later alligator is a great candidate because there is a lot of like character dialogue but no voice acting mm -hmm. so especially if you're a streamer who likes to do fun voices or you have a friend who likes to do fun voices in your friend group that's a big opportunity for that yeah the issue we were having with control was that um there was too much reading and it's mm. different where it's not like there's like a gag every like few minutes like yeah and the text bubbles aren't like half the screen big right like no it's all you're very like small text it's tiny text and you're like it's it's all flavor text stuff that you're like you're like picking up like a document and it's gonna be very wry and there'll be weird strange things in it but like you're not gonna read a whole page of text out loud when you're in a big goal group of people they're gonna be like no go mm -hmm. on to the next thing let's 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 find something maybe interesting. maybe if you're in an escape room but not a video game yeah so yeah. that was that was our reciprocal opposite experience. Yeah. Uh, Control, good solo game, maybe maybe a pair game, uh partner game. Yeah, yeah. I later alligator is it would be definitely better for a group. Kind of two weird games to compare to each other, <laughs> but that's where the conversation has ended up. <laughs> yeah, that's I mean, that's September for you. We had flood of games, all these games now have to compete with each other. We gotta talk about them to yeah. each other even though they're complete opposites in a lot of ways yeah they they're really they really have um i think all of them have that kind of like autumn mood or like mm. like pre-autumn mood where it's like summer like has all kind of like a touch of summer fun to it yeah but also like a touch of spook uh, spook times to it but it's it's no it's not no, no the, none of these games are fully yeah. both of those except maybe sayonara hearts is very summery no fun. actually i think sayonara wild hearts is actually a fall or winter game really it's definitely like post summer why yeah well because it's about goodbyes you know oh yeah sayonara. it's about turning over new leaves it's it's like not quite a spring game like maybe by the end you could be like this is like a spring game but like well the story is about like uh as I parse it, at least, I, I'm sure there are other interpretations because, like music, it is very nebulous. Um, well, I've I've read blurbs about the intent. yeah yeah yeah. So it's like it's like a it's like a it's like a breakup album, mm -hmm. right? It's a get back on your feet, heal your your broken heart mm -hmm. sort of uh sort of album. Um, and so the game story is very much like about that too, and it sort of has like a uh, well, not visually, it has sort of like a fall feeling to it, and that like the summer is over. You're trying to like prepare yourself for this new season, mm -hmm. uh, and hopefully will lead to a rebirth of some kind. Um, so I think it is also a very fall, fall, fall kind of game. Cool. But back on the subject of like games that are good to play in groups, Goose Game definitely should be played with like other people. Okay. Because uh, you do wacky antics in this game. You play as a goose, causing mischief. This goof he comes comes around to wreck everyone's shit. <laughs> and uh it's funny to have someone like laugh at what you're doing but also the main thrust of the game is like you have like a to-do list of mischief mm -hmm. basically like every time you enter a new area you get like a, a checklist of like so the game becomes like how do i get these things done like it, it, it's a, it's kind of a puzzle in that sense yeah yeah um it's probably that that structure is kind of the weakest part of the game because it's very like unnatural and mm -hmm. all the humor comes from just like it's really just like setting you up to like do this gag do this gag and it's very much like a script in that way right. but it can be very tricky figuring out how to accomplish those things because they'll say something like 
make the farmer put on the straw hat and you'll read that and you'll be like how does that happen and so you have to kind of like puzzle your way through and like prod the game to figure it out and i think that process is more fun when you have other people in the room because you can talk with each other yeah you're by yourself it can be a little frustrating Mm -hmm. yeah 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 because if you can't figure it out then it's like then it's just stressful and right. it's uh, very frustrating one thing uh, i really like about later alligator is that all the mini games are relatively easy but i did ha- i do have a lot of difficulty with some of them and if you take too long there's a little thing at the corner that's like looks like you're not very good at this do you just want to <laughs> skip it and it just lets yeah. you it just beats the game for you or the mini game for yeah. you um and which i really appreciated yeah Sinar wild hearts has like a similar thing where um if you if you get stuck on a part like if you die at like this one instance three times in a row it'll be like hey do you want to just like bypass this Mm. and you can say yeah no or never ask me this again Mm. and that just perfectly solves it i was very much just like never ask me this again i want to just like get through this i mean i i appreciate that sometimes i i want to test my skill and sometimes i just want to see where the story goes right yeah everyone's got different patience yeah good games (laughs) good games coming out ggs uh ggs ggs all around <laughs> oh good job everybody pokemon comes out really soon <laughs> we can't talk about pokemon again on this cast do you really want to open this oh open sorry this door fox do you want to break this seal <laughs> uh let's <laughs> they introduced a teacup that's also a ghost it's a called teapot pole tea guys tea guys oh my god <laughs> <laughs> you know um i i never really i don't see myself as like a Pokemon fan girl, like a fanatic of sorts, but I look mm-hmm. around. I have a, a picture of Detective Pikachu on my desk, along <laughs> with a plush Ghastly that uh, Duffy <laughs> gave me, uh, as well as uh, some miniature Pokemon on my shelf, as well as um, all of the starter plushes on my computer at work, like on my on my computer uh-huh. tower. And I think to myself that maybe I'm a, I'm a Pokemon fanatic. <laughs> uh, and it's like, it's weird because I don't, I certainly look like one, but I don't, <laughs> I don't like identify as one, which is really like, maybe I just, do I, do I really love Pokemon this much? It seems like I do. I, I, you didn't I, grow up playing Pokemon, right? I, I grew up playing the cartridges. Um, okay, yeah, you actually color. played them. Yeah, you played them younger than I did. I take back what I said. You, <laughs> you are a Pokemon. No, it's weird. Like, <laughs> I guess it's just so. I, I I do really love Pokemon. It just it feels weird to to realize that because I don't know. I just never. When someone asks me like, "Oh, what are you a fan of?" Like Pokemon isn't something that comes to mind first. Like. What's your favorite video game? Your favorite franchise? Like Pokemon is not the answer that comes up <laughs> in my mind. Like it, maybe it's just so ingrained in me that it's like it's just a it's just a part of me now. Like I don't even I don't understand. I don't understand my relationship with 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 <laughs> with, with Pokemon. What's happening? You're like pulling out the plushes now. I just watched a a very cool little YouTube video by the Canapa Effect going over all the experiments that the Pokemon anime has been doing um, over the last five years and the way it keeps evolving. (gasps) And I enjoyed that very much. Um, But we can't talk about Pokemon again. I got to put the seal back, cast that spell. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, you know what? We'll we'll come back to that in November. I don't even know what Pokemon is. Uh, The other night, 
me and some pals, we played through half of Link's Awakening in like one sitting. Oh, the remaster uh, or the re- remake? Out. Yeah, the remake. In um, one sitting? Plopped it in and got like through half the dungeons. It was Wait, were you with Alec? It's pretty cool. Yeah, that's how it goes. Okay, when well, Alec. yeah. If you're if you're playing with Alec and you're playing like I don't know anything, he'll he'll zip through it in like five minutes because I'm I'm told it's exactly the same game. Yeah. I mean that's we uh, Alec and I uh, played the demo at E3, hmm. um, and we knew that there was a time limit that that demo was like ten minutes, maybe fifteen minutes long. They cut you off wherever you are, and Alec was like, "I'm gonna see how far I can get with my eyes closed." With his eyes closed? <laughs> That's what he said. Oh, my God. That's what he said. Oh, my God. Because <laughs> a lot of people, they know that game inside and out, it turns out. Uh, even people who haven't played it since they were, like, kids, I've been seeing them say, like, oh, wow, I didn't realize that I remembered, like, every line of text in the, like, text box. But, like, since it's all the same, they're like, I remember all of this, like, word for word. It's like, wow. So it really, like, it really sticks in people's brain. Is it, so I mean, well. it's. I guess there's no reason to ask if it's good or not because if you like Link's Awakening, then you'll like Link's Awakening, right? Yeah, then you like it. I have. I never played it though. That's why. That's where we're playing it. Um, it's pretty cool. Oh, okay. Pretty cool. Cute game. It appeals. I, don't I, I think this kind of remaster appeals to someone like me who, to be completely and utterly honest, is not a huge fan of like old game aesthetics, <laughs> like mm-hmm. the pixely style. I'm not. I'm not a huge fan of like this. There's like two colors, and everything is so pixely. It's just like whatever. As as um consoles got more powerful, art styles got better, and it's hard for me to go back. Right? Like, uh, for an example, mm. like I I've played a lot of Pokemon games. For an example, this is relevant. So this isn't about Pokemon. This is about aesthetics. Um, <laughs> I've played Silver, like Fire Red, Emeralds. You know, those. And X and Y, as an example. X and Y is great. It's 3D. It looks great. Um, you know, there's you know there's plenty of things wrong with X and Y. But it's like, it's so pretty. It's really hard to go from X and Y, or even like Emerald, to back to Yellow. Wow, I really disagree. Really? I think the older games look much better than the newer ones. Really? Like, yeah. Yeah, I like the aesthetics of the older ones a lot more. And I didn't even play those pixel ones when I was growing up. Like, the first one I played was... I mean, I do have some nostalgia. Like, I played the GBA ones. Those were the first ones I played. Like, Ruby and Sapphire. What about them do you like more? I like that there's just, like, a whole lot more, like, imagination that goes on with the things. Like, I don't hmm. need a lot of, like, texture or color to get an idea of the shapes and the forms. I like the chibiness. I like how, like, chunky everything is and blocky. And yeah, I mostly like that. It's just like it's more impressionistic, so it's easier to just like imagine what does this place like look like. You know that there's only like two buildings on the screen, but this is supposed to be a town. So like in your imagination, like it's more vast and like lived in than that. But um, the graphical limitations make you like forgive it in some ways. Mm-hmm. And so it's even to the point where like I was like on the fence when Link's Awakening came out on uh, Switch. I was like, okay, should I get it on the Switch or should I actually? get the uh, virtual console re-release of the original game on my 3ds um i was having like a real debate about that mm-hmm. like because i i like game boy graphics like a lot i think it's it's really cool i like how you can zip through stuff really quickly and easily right. and i was hearing about the frame rate issues with the 3d mm-hmm. version and i was like ah, uh, would i just have more fun actually playing this in black and white yeah the, the performance is a good point like sometimes you sacrifice frame rate for which is one of the things why which is one of many reasons why I don't replay X and Y because the the frame rate is just so bad, 
it's really uh, bad in that game. But yeah, that, that's a good point. Like with with a lower resolution, well, older lower resolution, lower fidelity, lower fidelity art, you know, performance wasn't an issue. But I I, I just I, I I don't agree at all. <laughs> like <laughs> it's really hard for me to go back to old video games, and I feel like such millennial trash for saying that. How do you feel about low poly? That's like sort of like in between these two these two like uh, contemporary eras. low poly. Or like Final Fantasy uh, low both. poly. Like Final Fantasy VII like, low poly. Yeah, Final Fantasy VII low poly as it appeared in the day versus uh, contemporary low poly games that are trying to like recapture that aesthetic. I actually adore the original low poly style, um, especially within the... Con- like, I really like how Final- the original Final Fantasy VII looks. One of the things I really liked about that was the backgrounds were all... Uh, I think they were actually painted, like matte paintings yeah. almost. Um, yeah. And I something about that I really liked, um, like the background being not 3D, like a 2D plane, and then the characters being 3D. And because the characters were just these 3D polygons, they they still managed to have a lot of character. But that's not to say that I'm not looking forward to see how they look in the remake, right? Like, it's not going yeah. to feel the same at all. Um but if you handed me a game that does not have a remake coming that is just that low poly like cubivore for example i would totally play it (laughs) because that's cute like i enjoy that maybe it's just the the game boy gray like the original game boy aesthetic that i just don't like like Mm. maybe my my tastes are just too too contemporary so you just referenced uh cubivore which only people in our friend group have any idea what that game is. So if really? you're listening to this, uh, please Google Cubivore, Cubivore and enjoy. is actually amazing. Like, uh, it's a gem. Yeah, one of our roommates loves it. Uh, she had a copy. A copy? It is really expensive to track down a copy. It's like really, I was looking really up on expensive. eBay. They're like hundreds of dollars. Because um, they don't print them, of course. And they didn't do very well. So I don't know how many were actually made. But it's such a weird idea for a game. Uh, and it's so cool. You basically play these little cube animals uh you start as like a pig i think and you're yeah. literally just this pink cube with like a mouth and yeah, you gotta think like minecraft yeah 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 like, exactly that, that's even a good... more even more like a cube though yeah it's like minecraft so. pig has like a head and a body and like yeah. legs yeah no the cube, cube of is pig... just like you're a square yeah you're you're one cube with like a second like flatter cube that's your mouth and it like it there's a hinge and you just like go Mrah. But, you know, it has a face and it's adorable. It's so cute. But it's also really violent, sort of. Like, it's not like there's blood. But the whole conceit of the game is that you go around eating other animals. And the animals that you eat give you abilities. Like, if you eat an animal with a fang, now you have a fang, so you have more attack power or something. Am I I remembering this correctly? This is how it works, Yeah, you're remembering correctly, yeah. And you can get, like... uh... Uh, kind of other limbs that like change the locomotion like a lot of the reasons yeah, yeah, called yeah. cubivore and everything's cube based is because you're getting these little flaps to the sides of your cube and like at first you got like your jaw and which lets you like changes. bounce around like the character controller yeah. changes as you evolve it's so cool <laughs> but the real shock of it is that like everything's these abstracted cubes but the animations make the violence really vicious uh-huh. well, all the like, sounds it, too they like squeal yeah. and scream and stuff it's they crunch and it's just like oh my god (laughs) it's it's so it's so interesting i would i would love them to make a remaster of that like not even a remake (laughs) just make a remaster and port it to the switch or something because i would love to see it again but i don't know who holds the rights i don't know if anybody would even want it 
I want it. I want to play it. <laughs> I want to play I it, and it. I don't I have a means to play it right now. The thing with uh, uprezzing stuff with like uh, remasters, um, so like they're doing a full remake of Final Fantasy VII, mm-hmm. but they also just did a remaster of Final Fantasy VIII, um, and that was coming to Switch, and I was like loading up games on the Switch. And I've been considering picking that one up mm. because a lot of people are like staunch defenders of of eight, um, and I again still have never played a Final Fantasy game. So I was like, maybe this will be the one. As I say every single time, every time a Final Fantasy game comes out, I'll be like, maybe this will be the one mm. I'll like try out and get into. But the thing that deterred me was this one tiny detail that I saw someone point out, which was that the uh, the matte paintings, like in Seven, where all the backgrounds are like pre-rendered yeah. um, static images, those paintings are still like the same original resolution, resolution oh, they in a lot of cases. Those. But the polygon models. For all the characters in most cases like it's a similar similar-ish poly count but the uh the edges are all crisper the mm-hmm. textures are much sharper as a result um the characters look uh a little bit more like modern right like it's easier to see they're not just like a jumbled mass of pixels mm. one of the consequences of that though is that anything that is an actual model and animates or is uh, placed in the scene really stands out from the background which is kind of only a big deal when you have characters painted into the background because they're obviously like much lower resolution pixels and like Does originally eight have characters in the background. Yeah, sometimes oh. you'll have like uh, one of the examples was like there's a classroom scene and only the main character and some other students are actually models in that scene. Oh, that and anime. everybody else, everybody is, else is just they're just painted into the matte background, but it's very obvious now which ones are painted, which ones aren't, because the high-res characters are like, those are obviously the models, mm-hmm. and the other ones are just these like low-pixel uh, resolution stuff. In the original game, because uh, the resolution of the screen was lower and it would pixelate the characters, they all looked like the same. Mm. Um, and so it had a much stronger illusion there. Mm. And it's like such a tiny little detail, yeah. but I saw that and was like, oh, I would rather play the more pixelated version. Like, I think it looks great still um that... having it be all pixely and i like that i like feeling that uh the consistency of the of the illusion there yeah that that's interesting that's not a technique that seven used at all like it, whenever there was a character they were always a low poly model even if they were just like a, a background character yeah um, i think the reason that it was different eight was because the characters themselves were higher poly like the yeah. proportions were throughout the game more realistic yeah from what i can tell from what i've heard at least um the eight character size like the number of polygons was their original plan for seven but they didn't have like the space so they redesigned the character models i've never played eight i think it's still it's probably still worth trying despite that um i feel like after a while you might not notice and i don't know like how often is that a thing like how often does that happen is it just that classroom scene yeah, it's probably just like a handful. It's of, probably like, just scenes. that one scene. So. It is the tiniest little detail that I would make a purchasing decision based off of. But you, but, know, you know, look, if you if you <laughs> there's bought, a lot of games out there now. Here, here, consider this: if you bought Final Fantasy VIII, you would stop playing Fire Emblem. I don't think that's true. <laughs> Why not? Why you don't think that's true? Listeners, I am now at 120 hours on Fire Emblem. I still have, by my estimations, another 40 hours to go. I'm on my second playthrough. First playthrough was 80 hours. I hit part one at 40 hours, finished part two at the next 40 hours. I have now added another 40 hours on top of the original 80 hours, bringing me to 120. I'm about to finish part one. Part two will 
if the numbers hold true as they have so far be another 40 hours so this is where i'm at <laughs> save me oh save God. me please D- is it really worth it dude like they're gonna come out with no. more content later on are you gonna play it again when that when that stuff drops for a third time do the final do the blue lions root at last your honor i would like to refrain from answering this question <laughs> you invoke what the fifth amendment what, what, what is i that? invoke the fifth i plead the fifth Plead the fifth that's that's it <laughs> but you know let, let me know if you do pick up final fantasy 8 because i have not played it and it might be interesting to play uh at the same time that's like the most fun thing for me about uh rpgs uh, games like this are like yeah it's uh when you've got people to talk to going through it and it becomes a very social a social game because mm. like there's a lot of problems with fire emblem like we've we've we went over a lot of fire emblem in our last cast but um the thing that makes it fun is that it's a very easy social game because everybody has their own perspectives that uh the game gives mm. gives everybody and so you can talk to each other and it the game is really taking place a lot of it outside of the game itself when you got the game turned off you're still playing it when you're talking to people and yeah. that's what makes it really really enticing and fun and and useful but yeah since you've never played eight if we both play it that would be yeah that'd be a cool fun opportunity we're at like 33 minutes um yeah we filled this time up yeah i wanted to ask real quick so last last time we talked uh you were gonna work on bike video by bike game that's right did you did you make any progress on that uh yeah i converted it to um so it was several years old right and so i had to mm. update all the i had to go through and like update all the stuff so i could get rid of all the compiler errors make sure it's running on the latest version of unity and stuff um so i took care of that went through relearned all the code that we wrote which was not as good as i remembered it being <laughs> well i mean it's you, like we did write it like six years in a ago. weekend <laughs> in a weekend yeah. yeah six years ago yeah it was it was like embarrassing to like look through it and be like oh oops <laughs> <laughs> there's like a lot of messy stuff in it and so i have to rewrite quite a bit of it but um but yeah one of our listeners gave the suggestion that we should name it polter bikes and it's pretty good that's a good suggestion if anyone has any other good suggestions maybe i'll put up a twitter poll let me know if you were you able to get an old build running uh i mean i updated it and i got a modern build running mostly it's... the title screen is completely broken we did some really weird vaporwave stuff with the title screen shout out to kevin for oh. Oh, making just right. like making some weird stuff for our title screen but uh it's completely broken so oh, we have to no. we gotta remake that from scratch is the music still in there oh yes okay cool Let... uh, also i found a um I was worried that I had lost the music because all of the audio files were disconnected. Um, and so I was digging through the resources folder, being like, all right, where, where did we squirrel away all the audio tracks? And before I found those, I did find uh, some complete songs from the Kill the Kill soundtrack oh my God. embedded in our project file. I don't know why that happened, but... I think it was probably placeholder. Don't lose your we were way. watching Kill the Kill at the time, and we were all about it. <laughs> uh, go watch go watch Promare, everybody. <laughs> Premiere's very good. Studio Trigger, they got it. They got that animation. But can you can, can you send me action. the song? Oh, they did for the bike game. Yeah. Totally. Yeah, I can I can give that to you. You have to tell me about the stuff that you did this week. Oh, okay. Um, I I did a little bit. I was working on my visual novel. I was kind of I was gonna do some more art for it. 
uh, but I wanted to try out a technique for character art. Um, I was trying to set up a workflow to use 3D models instead of uh, hand-drawn portraits because I was interested in some kind of workflow that I wouldn't have to redraw the character every time I wanted to do like a specific pose or something or do some kind of like intricate action or something so I wouldn't have to draw every frame. So I started a, a new a new visual novel project just to figure this out, <laughs> this little side thing. Um, and it's actually working out pretty well so far. It's I'm using a, like a very low poly, like almost a journey looking character. Uh, coincidentally, it's another it's another visual novel that I wanted to make anyway, so I'm just kind of using that as a base. But essentially, I model this low poly character in Blender. Um, do any like character like motions or emotes that I want like in like very simple like couple frame animations and export that as like a four frame, five frame, whatever image sequence. Um, and then I put those frames into RenPy as a as a character as a character animation um, mm -hmm. that loops uh, when you show it. So it it's a it it's okay. It's an okay workflow. I'm just working on ways to make that a little easier. Like I'm. I'm cleaning up the, the actual character rig a little bit so it's not as easy to mess up when I'm posing it. Um, I'm figuring out ways to export those images so they have a consistent like file name. Um, and I'm making sure they have like alpha backgrounds and figuring out just technical stuff about how to, how to clean up this whole workflow. Um, yeah. Ultimately, I don't know how useful it's going to be to me because the, um, like the kind of character art I want to do for this um, space opera type uh, visual novel is not really where my 3D skills are at. Hmm. Um, so I guess this is mostly just something that I wanted to explore for just to know. Because it's, it's an idea I've had for a while. Yeah, I, I mean, figuring out this pipeline is going to be super useful. And I think it's cool that you're using using the opportunity to learn this combined with the opportunity to try and realize something that you've wanted to do for a long time. Mm -hmm. Like that's cool. That's good. Yeah. So that's what I'm You want to hear on. this bike theme? Oh yeah, I do want to hear this bike theme. <laughs> I'm going to play not biking thing dot wave, but bike theme underscore louder dot wave. Oh boy. Oh that's right. <laughs> I had to make it louder. God, it's actually not nearly as terrible as I remember. Well, <laughs> I'm actually still super impressed that I, I, I like made, that one. I can't believe I made this, it. The other one I'm sending you, I don't like as much, except that I completely love it. <laughs> Are you sure? Wait, was I really the one who made this? Yes, yes, you absolutely were. Oh God, I wish I knew what program it was. Oh, Biking Two, cut louder. Okay. <laughs> we're so good at naming fossils. <laughs> oh yeah, this is the one that I remember. <laughs> I love it. Oh my god, I love it so much. I wish we had a video feed of your face 
during that because it went on a journey. <laughs> I I love. I'm just I'm like I'm trying to remember, just like, <laughs> like putting this song together and like how I even did this, because I wish I still had this skill. I think it was one of those things where I just like. I had a weekend where I was just working on it and I got into a groove and I like I ended up with something like accidentally that was like good or like I don't know I think it's probably not good but I I enjoy it immensely <laughs> it's preposterous it's the most really ridiculous sound I've ever heard <laughs> <laughs> I love it it's so good it sounds like I it sounds like one of those things where I was just like messing with a bunch of layers and just I kept adding stuff and in <laughs> trial and error, man, that's rid- I can't believe I made that. That's ridiculous. <laughs> I kind of want to study music a bit uh, so I can like get to this point <laughs> for real. <laughs> like deliberately. Yeah, I love it. I, a, lot of, a lot of fun just making, making some garbage on that project. I guess we'll continue making garbage into the near future. Except that next week, I'm going to be very busy. I got a... A Macross convention to get to. Oh I'm 100% hell yeah! On my bullshit, two on my bullshit to do any work. But it's also Ludum Dare at the same time. So what if I bring a laptop with me? Oh my god! You know that's not gonna. You know you're not, <laughs> not gonna, gonna do work. any work. Ludum Dare. That's the game jam, right? Yeah, yeah. Are you meeting up with anybody in person to work on that, or is that just a totally online? I don't know if it's gonna work or not because I'm gonna be I'm gonna be busy. Other thing I'm gonna be busy with. I gotta buy a mattress. Anybody here know how to buy a mattress? Uh, what's the secret? What's the secret? Well, yeah. um, I've been Googling tips for buying mattresses. Apparently, it's a corrupt industry. There's no winning. Um, I don't know. I've, I've, I've heard ads on podcasts for some. Hey, if any of these uh, mattress podcast advertisements want to send me a free mattress and get on our hot radio waves, <laughs> hit us up. We are I now, need a free mattress. Yeah, we're a mattress review podcast. We need material. There is like a whole there's like a whole thing though, like mattress reviewers receive free mattresses and then they're like, What do I do with all of these mattresses? So they resell the mattresses to make up some of the money that, you know, reviewing mattresses doesn't always provide. <laughs> but this means like it then spirals into a whole like typhoon of corruption very quickly where the mattress companies will pay for like the the good reviews and stuff and there's like there's like a bunch of lawsuits and there's no regulation on mattress reviews this... so things get wild wait is this true this is all completely true what oh my god apparently there's only like one company that makes mattresses too whatever yeah we yeah have no power <laughs> <laughs> on that cheery note <laughs> yeah um make sure you pick up some pumpkin pie flavoring so you can make your own pumpkin spice latte just put cinnamon and i don't know cardamom whatever else is in pumpkin pie in your coffee you're good you're good to go you can put it on anything pumpkin spice Whoa. rice pumpkin spice Whoa. uh pumpkin uh spice tea i don't know anything you can do it i believe in you pumpkin spice rice pumpkin spice rice hey you've been making some bread recently you should make a pumpkin loaf <gasps> oh that actually sounds really good maybe i should try that like banana bread, but pumpkin? Yeah. Oh, that pumpkin sounds, loaf. That sounds dope. Yeah, I'm going to do that. Yeah. I'm going to steal that idea. All right. Thanks for joining us on today's podcast. We didn't really have one specific topic. We kind of just talked about video games, which is like the dream, right? 
That's the dream. Yeah, I'm happy. I'm good. I'm feeling good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. This was good. Video games. Let me know if you play Final Fantasy because I, I also want to play it. We'll do. All right, let's peace out. All right, see ya. Take care, y'all. Goodbye. so much for listening to the free wi-fi podcast our theme song is free wi-fi by clover and sea life you can follow us at free wi-fi podcast on twitter thanks so much for joining us today and we'll see you in the next one